This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. I am your host, Lance Descott, and this is The Drop's Game Recap of Game 5, Round 1 of the NHL playoffs between the Blues and the Minnesota Wild. If the Blues could win this Game 5, they already know who they're playing due to the fact the Nashville Predators stunned the league and beat who most people picked to win the Stanley Cup. I know there's a lot of NHL bracket challengers that have already lost their bracket uh, by picking Chicago. I think most people picked Chicago in that series. There were a few that picked the Predators, but most people picked the Blackhawks. In fact, shockingly enough, the guy that has the best bracket picked Nashville in four games. Isn't that amazing? I don't know how people do that, and he's been right on every other series besides one in the length of games. Would the Blues be able to clinch their second-round seed and be able to play the Predators in that round, too? Well, I tell you what, they got off to a great start in the first period. They looked very, very good despite the fact they weren't on home ice. They were in enemy territory in Minnesota, and they came out strong, and they were able to get the first goal of this game. And his first goal of the playoffs, Vladimir Tarasenko. Tie it up. Schwartz has got the puck, though, and he sets up Tarasenko. Vladimir Tarasenko off the body, right in. He scores! Vladimir Tarasenko, and St. Louis is off and running. Well, we wondered when Vladimir Tarasenko was going to make his mark on this series. A couple of helpers so far in this series. But when was he going to score? Right here. A good job by Tarasenko to take this puck to the net. Awfully similar to the game-winning assist that he had in game one. Able to take it to the net. He banks it off the skate of Brodeen and gets back. Gets right back on his stick. And in this situation, the Wild do a poor job of taking the body on Tarasenko. He's a big, strong guy. If you puck watch against him, he's going to make you pay. And he did make Minnesota pay. I don't know why they just, for the most part, just stood there and watched him until he got about eight feet from the net. And then they tried to put some pressure on him, but they didn't take the body. And he was able to bank that puck off a Minnesota player back to himself right in front of the net and get the Blues up one to nothing. That goal would be seven minutes and 16 seconds into the first. And like we said, Tarasenko's first goal of the playoffs. He's been doing great on dishing it off to others, but it's nice to see him finally get this first goal. Schwartz gets an assist his second, seven minutes and 16 seconds in, and the Blues are looking really good at one to nothing. They wouldn't let up. I mean, I'm glad to see them come out the way they did. They, If they had come out and laid a bomb, it would have been very bad for them, and we'd be looking uh, at a game six, which I did not want to see. Uh, they would add to that lead in just a little under three minutes later on this goal by Alexander Steen. Out the defense, he'll move it. A read by Colton Pareko. He'll stop. Cradle it back. Pareko across the shot taken. They score! Alex Steen gets that one as he goes top shelf. St. Louis with a 2-0 lead. Well, it was a pretty good battle going on in front of the net with Marco Scandella and Yuri Laterra. And then there was just chaos for the Minnesota Wild. 
a failed play up the ball by Charlie Coyle. He's a guy that's a winger. He's throwing it to a position that is his own position. Unfortunately, it goes to Colton Pareko. Pareko does a good escape here from Eric Stahl. And then a beautiful feed to Steen, who snaps his high blocker past Devin Dubnik. A good job by the St. Louis Blues to get in on the forecheck. Yes, indeed. The Blues forechecking in this instance was the key to this goal. Coyle made a mistake. Pareko got it. This goal would be Steen's second of the playoffs. Pareko's first assist in the 10 minutes and 31 seconds into the first. The Blues are up two to nothing. The Blues continued to carry the play, and then late in this period, the Blues would give up a power play to Minnesota, and like I've said all series long and all season, you can't give up power play opportunities to good teams, and Ryan Suter would make the Blues pay to make this a much closer game, 2-1. to one. Protected by Patrick Berglund, they jam along the boards. It's held in. Spurgeon for Suter. Here it comes! change sides with it and Ryan Suter is able to pound this one through some traffic I'm not sure if it hit the stick of Vladimir Saboka or not a huge goal for the wild this gives him some confidence going into the second period it, it just was a bad 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 penalty to give up for the blues it's something that I'm sure they wish they could have back after that but you got to play from that point on and the blues did their best in that second period coming up but this goal would be Suter's first Spurgeon would get an assist his first 18 minutes and 31 seconds in. You could tell the Wild were starting to build a little momentum. And coming out in the second period, you knew they were going to come out stronger, and they did. But the Blues were able to weather the storm. Jake Allen stood strong, and we were scoreless in the second period. So going into the third period, we're still at 2-1. to one. The Blues had the lead. I'd feel more comfortable if they would get another goal. But Minnesota came out strong again in this third period. And the Blues looked pretty good, too. So this was going to be a great third period. And it would start off great for the Blues on this goal by Paul Stasny to give them a 3-1 to one lead. Here they come. Paul Stasny. Yori Laterra. He'll dust it off. Stasny's down to the goal. He scores! Paul Stasny on the second opportunity. St. Louis with a 3-1 to one lead. Well, Stastny paying dividends in this hockey game is first of the playoffs. Scandella tries to do a good job of getting that puck deep. Unfortunately, it's back down the wild zone. An exchange right here down low. And look at Stastny just stays with this puck. Out of the box comes Yori Laterra, making it a five on four. It's a three on two rush. Stastny drops to Laterra. And watch Stastny. One whack, two whacks, banks it off of Devin Dubnik's backside it is so nice to have paul stasny back he's that little bit of an instigator but he's got a lot of offensive skill he likes to set in front of that net and get those rebounds and just cause cause havoc and in this one he did he put it right past devin dubnik as i said it was stasny's first goal of the playoffs since he was injured schwartz gets his third assist latera gets his first assist latera had a very good game this goal was seven minutes and 23 seconds into the third period the Blues are looking pretty comfortable at 3-1, to one, but you know Minnesota's not going to give up. And starting around the nine-minute mark, they really put the pressure on the Blues. The Blues would make a big mistake and give up a power play. Again, another power play, and Miko Koivu would make them pay and make this a much closer game at 3-2. to Ryder, Will Dart, lay it along for Brandlin. He'll set up shot. 
Out in front, tip right on now. The Minnesota Wild crowd was really dead for a little bit. Yeah, they were into the game, but they really weren't really into the game until this goal. This was a huge goal. It got the crowd back in it. The uh, Minnesota Wild started skating better to me. They looked like they felt like they were alive, that they had an opportunity to win this game. This would be Miko Koivu's first goal of the playoffs. Nita Ryder would get an assist, and Granlin uh, got his second assist. And I think that's a key to why the Blues were ahead in the series at this time, is that Koivu got his first goal in the fifth game. Nita Ryder didn't get an assist till the first, uh, his first assist till the fifth game. So, you know, that is a key why the Blues have uh, had the success they've had. Like I said, this was a power play goal, 10 minutes and 38 seconds into the third. And it's a much closer game at three to two. Well, the Wild weren't done. After this, like I said, they had a little hop in their step. They continue to put pressure on Jake Allen. Jake stood as strong as he could, but with just about five minutes left in this game, Jason Zucker would tie it up to make it three to three. Got on that power play. Brodeen through the middle. Along the boards, Hala, check. Zucker, right in. by Jason Zucker. Good job here in the neutral zone for the Wild. A little chip pass right here to Zucker and then the speed and watch the pump fake. Pump fake by Jason Zucker freezes Jake Allen. You see Zucker's speed just creating fits for the Blues and then he pumps. Jake Allen bites for it. The patience by Zucker to hang on to that puck and find the opening on the stick side. The Wild are feeling very confident. They're back in this game. They know that a W is in sight. Huge, huge goal and a huge effort by Jason Zucker. If you watch the video highlight of this, you know, most players would have shot this much sooner, but he deeks Jake Allen. Jake Allen goes for it, and then Zucker puts the puck past him. That would be Zucker's first goal of the playoffs. Halla gets his first assist, and Brodine gets his first assist. 14 minutes and 59 seconds into the third. The Blues almost made it. Uh, to get the win in regulation, but they didn't. There would be no more goals after this. A couple opportunities for each team, but nobody was be able, be able to put anything past the uh, the goaltenders. We go into OT. You're starting to feel a little down because at one time the Blues had a 3-1 to one lead. You're looking for something. The Wild fans are into this game. Uh, the Blues are trying their best to close this game out in a game five. Yeah, they get to go back home for a game six, but you don't want to give another team any more life than you have to. Well, uh, Magnus Payarvi took care of that nine minutes and 42 seconds in, and he gives the Blues a win to give them a four to one game series lead, and the Blues move on. Yes. Lewis, with a shove by Hansel, he stays with it. Sabolka out in front, the pass, Payarvi scores! Magnus Payarvi, the St. Louis Blues win in overtime. They win the series in five. The St. Louis Blues will march on 
and see the Nashville Predators in round number two. Magnus Payarvi left all alone out in front. Wins it here with 10-18 left in overtime. Well, Minnesota Wild gave all they had in coming back in this hockey game with the Blues. Stick with it. A turnover by Devin Dubnik along the wall. And look at the play by Vladimir Saboka. Protect the puck. Get that puck to an area where he can find Payarvi. This is all Saboka right here. The former 10th overall pick in the 2009 draft by the Edmonton Oilers gives the Blues the series win four games to one. What a huge goal by Magnus Payarvi. You know, he's been in and out of the lineup, especially with Ken Hitchcock, but he's been in the lineup more since um, Coach Mike took over, and he's looked pretty good in most games. Maybe the Blues have themselves something here. You know, Edmonton has drafted some good players, but maybe they've given up on them. Uh, this goal would be uh, Payarvi's first goal of the playoffs. Uh, Sabotka would get a second assist. Sabotka's been big in this series. Laterra would get a second assist. Laterra had a big game. Nine minutes and 42 seconds into OT. Let's go ahead and go over the full stats of the game. The Blues win 4-3, to three, the final in overtime. The Blues win the series four games to one. Shots on goal. Minnesota outshot the Blues again, 37-27. to 27. Six power play chances for the Wild. They converted on two of them. The Blues had four power play chances, and they converted on zero power play chances. Faceoffs 55% to 45%. Tarasenko's goal was his first of the playoffs. Nice to see Vlad score. Steen gets a goal, his second of the playoffs. Stasny gets a goal, his first of the playoffs. Nice to see him back after that uh, leg injury. Payarvi gets that goal, and uh, Schwartz gets two assists. Jake Allen makes 34 out of 37 saves. On the Minnesota side, uh, Suter gets a power play goal as first. Koivu gets a power play goal as first. Uh, Zucker gets a goal as first. Halla gets an assist. Granlin gets an assist. And Dubnik makes 23 out of 27 saves. Let's go ahead and hear from uh, Magnus Pearvi and also uh, Stasny on this Blues win. And then we'll hear from Coach Mike what he thinks about the Blues uh, victory in this series and also moving forward to play the very tough, hot Nashville Predators. Uh, left side. Just shoot it. Um, it was awesome that it got in. I mean, do your eyes widen, widen when you see that? Is it like, oh my god? I yeah. I mean, you don't get a whole lot of chances in OT, and uh, Sabotka and Laterra really worked it worked, worked a good chance out for me, and uh, it was nice to see it go in. Agnes, just the patience that he showed on the, oh. on the play there is that something you haven't seen in a long time it just seems like that that's a tough play to make it's it's such a good place uh Sobotka has unreal patience with the puck and he's he's stronger than you think with the puck and uh, my guy kind of went to hit to him and he saw that and gave it to me so it's uh, uh yeah <laughs> super thrilled <laughs> any, any goal compared to this in your no in your, no <laughs> Can you just, uh, now, now that the series is over, can you describe uh, what it means to you and your team to win a tough series like this? I think we should be proud, uh, but not satisfied. Uh, we, sh we should uh, enjoy this tonight, and if we see each other tomorrow or Monday, uh, regroup and watch all the video on Nashville and uh, get on to the next one. We're not, we're, we, we can't be satisfied. We, we got to play a better game. Uh, Jake has really, really kept us in a lot of games, and he, I think he won it for us game one. Uh, so we, we got to step it up uh, in order to beat a really good Nashville. 
someone will look at this and say it's a five-game series. You won it easily, but it was anything but easy, wasn't it? I mean, and how it, hard did you really have to grind for this? They're a really good team. They're uh, they're super heavy down low in offensive zone. It was hard for us to get out sometimes. Uh, uh, we play kind of similar. It feels like sometimes uh, heavy ozone and uh, want to control the puck down low. Uh, but as I said, uh, Jake Allen has been unbelievable for us. Uh, so yeah, we we gotta we gotta step it up here for the next round. Incredible as anything on that play. Yeah, yeah, but I think our mentality. I think I think I think 57. There, Perry had a big shift there at the end of regulation. Had a couple of chances, and then after that, I think we had a feeling that all right, it's overtime. You know, now now the pressure's on them, and we got to go out there with. Nothing to lose mentality and, and potential serious clincher. And, and if we don't win, so be it. Then we go to the next team. But um, we just got to enjoy the moment and, and, and not play a, not play scared. And I think when you're up a goal or two, sometimes you tend to do that. That's just human nature. But I think when it goes to overtime and, and when everyone's on the edge, I think uh, you had a feeling in here that uh, whether it's going to be the top line or the fourth line or top pairing, last pairing, that we're gonna, someone's going to come up big for us. Yeah, when you're up 3-1, though, you got to, I mean, like I said, I think the third period, we just sat back, took a couple penalties, and then they were, they were shooting everything, and that's that's what happens. And I think last game, we were down one nothing, we are getting outshot 11-2, and then all of a sudden, you know, we outshot them. So it's just, you know, two-goal lead, like I said, is the worst, but... Uh, and with experience, we got to play a little better. I think we can't we can't have four guys playing one way and one guy kind of playing nervous. I think we, all five of us got to go out there, play good defensively, and, and try to score offensively. And I think once we got that third one, we we sat back a little bit. We weren't really trying to trying to get that next one. We we're trying to almost kind of sit on our heels and try to block everything. That's when you get in trouble. Really happy to finish it tonight. That uh, that's a group that definitely uh, they they. I know it's tough. I'm sure that they they didn't get the win, but they they gave us more than anything that we could handle. And obviously, uh, Bruce has done a great job. Chuck's done a great job, and uh, and their team did a great job. They think they showed a lot of character. Like two guys that weren't on this roster at the beginning of the year set up the game-winning goal. They're yeah. just great play both ways. And yeah. Well, the guys that have worked hard for you here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sobe Sobe is. He, we knew he was going to be a big acquisition for us, and. Uh, and obviously, he's he's factored in offensively. He factors in on the penalty kill and and, and as a role player for us. Um, you know, Maggie. I think Maggie's a great story. You know, he's a guy that uh, um, has to go down to the minors, and uh, and I, you know, the coaches did a great job with him there. And he showed an awful lot of character for him to uh, to really define his game. And uh, and so he he's been a real reliable player for us. And. Uh, and he's he's come through offensively for us at big times too. Did you expect a range of emotions in this game? The way yeah, today? I, I knew. You know, again, I it's easy for me because I'm familiar with the group across from us, and uh, and I've seen them battle back, and I've seen them um, continue to fight and push, and and so it's a group with with skill, and and uh, and it's a group that plays a, a real strong, real tough game. Um, that's you know tough to deal with, but uh, but it's a group that that's got a lot of pride and a lot of character. So I knew that uh, you know I we get up two nothing. I knew that that uh, we were going to have to con- keep on playing, and that, that there wasn't going to be a second that uh, that they were going to stop pushing. And obviously they showed that. You didn't make this about you at all throughout the whole series, but coming in here, it's got to feel pretty good to beat your former team, isn't it? Well, I, it's it's not about me, and that's why I said I've, I've been sincere when I've said that. Um, you know, I don't think that that what I'm feeling right now would be any different if it was any other team. Our our goal is is to to advance in the playoffs, and and uh, I mean, obviously, it's a little bit of irony in it that that I'm facing my former team, but our goal is to advance in the playoffs, and 
uh, and uh, for our group to continue to grow and, and to have a chance to keep keep competing for a Stanley Cup, and that's that's what we have right now. Nice gesture by the GM to come in and congratulate. Very you. nice, yeah. It's uh, it's you know I got a lot of a lot of time and a lot of respect from from everybody um, here, you know, from top to bottom, uh, players, coaches, uh, you know, management, everything. It's uh, it's a first class group, and and uh, I'm sure that we'll be seeing more of each other down the road. Mike, how did this this happen? You said the team hit quote rock bottom. Uh, and now here you are, you just won a playoff series with a bunch of road wins, too. Yeah, well, you know what, we, like you said, when, when you hit rock bottom, you, you, you have to force yourself to, to, to look in the mirror, and, and that's what we did. And so, you know, we got to a point where um, we were playing games that were so meaningful night after night, and regardless of our opponent, we didn't have any choice but to build the right type of game. Um, you know, a game that we knew that we could take into the playoffs and a game that we could have confidence with. Uh, you know, it certainly was not pretty all the time. Uh, you know, they, again, they, they had a lot of moments where they pushed and, and they, they looked like they, they had us on the ropes. So uh, I, I think we have to get better as a group moving forward. Um, a couple areas we'll address, we'll talk about, but, uh, but certainly a good step for us. Mike, what did you draw upon between jobs? Well, what I what I what I did was look at what I need to do better. That's the biggest thing for me. Um, some of it some of it is uh, you know once you, once you do that, once you look in the mirror, you kind of realize that there are some good things that you've done. Um, but uh, but I think to really have the opportunity to reflect and look at what what I haven't uh, you know done well enough. That's that's your chance for growth as a coach and. And uh, coming into a, a fresh organization, a new a new start. That's uh, you know I think you come in with a different mindset as a coach as well. How do you think you are a better coach today? I think just the way that I I handle situations, players. Um, you know I think my understanding of the game is probably similar to what it was. But uh, as far as you know, working with the group and and uh, being a leader for the group. What was the room like after the end of regulation, going into the overtime after that turnaround? No, it was, you know what we we just talked about that. That was uh, obviously very emotional, very difficult. It was similar to uh, to the feelings that we had in in game one when when they tied it up uh, with an empty net goal, and and uh, and so for us it was a matter of uh, you know regrouping, collecting ourselves, and understanding that that we still had a, a heck of an opportunity in front of us. Uh, you know, we we knew that we were a goal away from from uh, you know winning the series and. And, you know, we also felt that we played our best hockey when, when we were pushing and when we were attacking. And, and uh, obviously, a great job by the players to respond. Mike, what so are you playing nice. your best right now? I mean, your team has been on an upward swing, but is this is... Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, like, there's lots of parts of, you know, and, and, and credit goes to the opposition and, and the team that we were playing against. But there was lots of points where we didn't feel like we were playing at our best. And, and they forced you into some of those situations. So, um, you know, it's, it's a good, like I said, it's a good first step, but we have to get better. What does it mean to have Paul back today and any specific areas that you felt like you really made a difference? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously offensively he factors in, um, you know, face-offs. He, he's, he's, he relieves a lot for, for other players. Um, he, strengthens, he strengthens the rest of your lineup. And so, um, you know, what happens is now you've got a guy like uh, Letts or Maggie or Sobey, and you look at the impact that they had tonight offensively for us. Uh, it, it makes a big difference. You just talked about maybe not being at your best. You just beat a good team four to one. Yeah. Now you're moving on. The fact that we probably haven't seen your best in the first round is that even something well, to be more. Well, no, I, I don't want to like you know, listen. That what they do is is part of why um, you're not at, at your best. So it was a really good team that we played against, and they put you under a lot of pressure. I think for me, just one area is just we when we get a lead, we have to push harder. We have to get on the hunt. We have to get on the attack as opposed to retreating and let the team coming at us. So, you know, that's that's one area, but. 
Um, you know, when you win a series, you do an awful lot of good things. And we had a lot of real strong performances from players. Um, you know, obviously Jake deserves a, a, a huge amount of credit. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great team win. And like I said, we just want to keep getting better. You watched Jake in that series, obviously coached against him in that series yeah. two years ago to where he is now. How much have you seen? Well, you know what he, for me, it's the, you look at the way he's played in, in both overtimes. So, so when when the heat is on, the, the you know the pressure's at its highest, um, and, and he delivers, and, and that's what he's done right from the start. Um, you know, and uh, and obviously when your goalie's playing like that, it, it builds a lot of confidence for the rest of your group. You touched on Spoka earlier. Uh, just going back to him. I mean, three weeks ago we all know the story. He wasn't here to make, to make a play like that to yeah. see him on to the next round. Unbelievable play. Um, you know, that's you get into that situation, and, and that's what you need. It's you know, again, you, you you look at the opponent that we're playing. They weren't just going to gift us anything. We were going to have to find a way to break somebody down one on one to create something, and, uh, and just unreal strength and competitiveness to to win a puck, but to, but to have the skill and poise to, to skate it out of there and to find the open man was pretty impressive. Mike, can you go back to Fiarvi a little more? I mean, yeah. You talked about a great story, but continually having to prove yourself, going back to the minors and told you have to work to get back up. I yeah. Mean, is that difficult for, for a guy to continuously have well, to do that? Well, you know, at some point, I would say most players would, would pack it in or, or, you know, start thinking about other options. And, um, you know, he, he's a high-character kid. Anyone who knows him knows that he's high-character and, and uh, and he's very very coachable. Uh, had a good conversation with him yesterday. Just felt like he was playing a little bit safe. And and uh, you know in the last few games, and and I thought you know that, that there was a little bit more. I wasn't expecting an overtime winner, but I thought there was a little bit more offensively he could push through. And and he was 100% on board. And, and the attitude that he had right from the start uh, of the game was impressive to me. Back on the on the day you were hired, back to the rock bottom day. Yeah. If someone had come up to you and said you're going to beat the Wild 4-1 in the playoff series. In a few months, what would you say to that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would, I would have just told them that, that I don't even want to think about that. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been a fun ride up to this point, but you know we got we still have a lot of work ahead of us. So it's a little unpredictable now. With, I mean, everyone talked about the Blackhawks and the Wild meeting in the second round. They're both yeah. out. Now you and Nashville. Yeah, well, we're. I mean, I think it's pretty easy for us to look at what happened in the last series and and not underestimate that opponent. So they're they're a great team, and that's. That's life in the Central Division for you and the Western Conference for you. You, you know, you you get to advance from one good team and you get to go play another. Mike, uh, what was it like being on the ice and the handshake line and the irony of you standing oh, there on that ice? For, I mean, it's just that they're, they're, everybody there is first class and uh, and they they they've had an unbelievable year and they deserve a lot of credit for that. And it was uh, you know even the way that they fought the whole way through. It's uh, so you know they they should be you know I I I know that they're not satisfied but uh, they've done great things this year and um, I'm sure we'll be seeing each other some more. Yes, I am also sure that uh, we have not seen the last of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux's a very good coach. He was very good in Anaheim. Just can't seem to get over that hump in the playoffs. But I'm sure Minnesota will be another tough team to play next year. We move on to the Nashville Predators and. Uh, Guys, this is going to be a tough series. Uh, you just have to look at what they did to Chicago. Yeah, you can say Chicago didn't have their best games, but uh, Chicago played pretty good. Minnesota just outlasted them and played better. So those Blues fans that think this is going to be an easier task than the Wild, I think you guys have another thing coming. You have to look at how uh, the Blues played against the Predators in the regular season a little bit, but I don't give that much uh uh, you know, much thought to as what this series is going to be. 
because teams are different in the playoffs. This is going to be a tough series. This is not going to be a four-game series. If both teams play to the potential, you're going to see a six, seven-game series here. And hopefully the Blues can come out on the top of it. I think they've got the talent to do it. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, the Predators will be uh, not taking the Blues seriously since they just beat the team that was uh, picked by most so-called experts to win the Stanley Cup. We'll just have to wait and see. The NHL has not announced when those uh, first games are going to be of the second round between the Blues and Predators. What we should be getting that most likely tomorrow or Tuesday. I'm thinking the first game will probably be on the 27th and the second game will be on the 29th, but I, I may be mistaken. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast and this game recap of the Blues versus the Wild, round one, game five of the 2017 Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Join us next time for the first game. Game recap against the Predators should be a fun series. And also, I will have a uh, series uh, overview uh, coming up before that series, so please look out for that. We'll get into a lot of information of uh, what areas the Predators are strong in, what they did to the Blackhawks to win that series, what the Blues need to continue doing to beat the Predators. Should be a fun, fun time. Until next time, I'm your host, Lance Descott, and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.